Hi everyone and welcome to the Don't Wait Up podcast. If you're new here, we're going to start in our usual way with a breathing exercise, but if you'd like to jump straight into the interview then you can skip ahead to 5 minutes 30. If you're sticking around, we hope you enjoy the following meditation brought to you by our very own Karen. Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to this Don't Wait Up meditation. I invite you to get comfortable wherever you may be. Close your eyes and take a minute to connect to your breath. We're going to do a cycle of breaths, breathing in for four, out for four. And on the final round, we're going to hold our breath for 15 seconds. If we just follow my flow, breathing in, and release. Breathing in. And release. On this third round, going to hold our breath at the end of release, breathing in. And release. And hold your breath. Taking a breath in, I invite you to place one hand on your heart, one hand on your torso, just connecting to yourself, having a moment to check in with your body. On each inhale, I'd like to invite you to breathe in a colour can be any colour you like that you're drawn to. Mine is currently gold. Breathing in, sending that colour around your skull. And releasing any negativity on your out breath. On the next inhale, sending that breath down your spine. And release. Sending that breath around your shoulder blades and down your arms. Allowing the light to vibrate within you. Sending that breath around the hips. Down your legs to your feet. 
sending that light down your arms and out through your fingers. Feeling good, releasing any thoughts that come your way. Just staying connected to your breath and to the present moment right now. You're feeling relaxed and energized. Positive and powerful. Sending love and energy and gratitude to our body, our mind. Taking one last deep inhale. And release. And when you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes and come back into the room. Welcome to the Don't Wait Up podcast. Today we are going to be talking to Aaron von Adrian. <laughs> What's up? Actor, director, writer. Producer, badass, skateboarder. <laughs> Fill me in. Am I missing something? Because I feel like you do a lot of stuff. So, smelly, German, <laughs> disgusting, yeah, greasy. Uh, yeah, beautiful. See, lots of stuff. Uh, you too. Many, many hats. Um, and I see you're always very busy because I'm always, yeah. Still- everyone's social media to be like what are they doing hey what are they doing <laughs> what up to yeah um but yeah it's it's really great seeing you haven't seen you in a very long time if anyone it has knows. been a yeah yeah right i'm not gonna too lie. long yeah i know i, don't I mean know. i've tried to organize things but you know people are busy like just just listen you know the situation <laughs> no nah, we're in a crazy we're in such a mad situation i can't fault anyone for for investing time and meeting up because it's just so difficult. It's just, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's it's a bit crazy still, to be honest. I bet yeah. I don't think I've seen anyone for a very long time. And do you know what? Like, people are living in such different um, situations at home. Like, I, if I'm living alone or with two friends, it's completely different than people who are living with their family. Yeah. Because um, I know a lot of people that live with their family are way more reluctant to go outside and meet other people and... People that live alone or with mates, they're just like, fucking, there's no like that. Like, are you joking? I live with my family and people are like, hey, come out. I'm like, are you joking, bro? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just touching that. However, yeah. let's talk anyway. about you. Let's get into it. We are going to have a car. Uh, if anyone's watching this or if you're listening to this, please yeah. excuse if at any point the internet does bits. Aaron's internet's doing bits. My internet's Can doing you... bits. It's all just bitty bitty. 
Okay, we're back. We're back. But it's all good because it's going to be litty. Fun little. <laughs> right. We're going to have a quick fire round, right? Okay. Answer as ready. you can. Don't even think about it. First okay. One, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Film, stage, or TV? If you had to choose stage. one. Oh, sweet. Why? Um, I, I actually way prefer film, but in terms of performing, the only time I come off a project with like adrenaline and put kind of everything I have into it is when I do stage. It's the only time I get nervous nowadays. Every time I'm on like a film set or TV set, it's just so technical and so, um, it's just such a different um, job. And I love it. I love every aspect of film, but yeah. in terms of, in terms of performing, I would, two stage yeah. in terms of the whole process filmmaking the music behind the editing obviously film yeah. but yeah. anyway i said stage i can't think it's it true stick with it stick with it you've done it, stick um, it. last film you cried to oh my god um oh it's with timothy chamelay i think beautiful boy beautiful boy you cried to that oh my god yeah because i could relate so much to like what he went through because I put my mum through hell when I was younger. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it just stuck a struck struck a chord. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. It was really lovely. Also, Steve yeah. Burrell. Whew, come oh on! Oh my god! Killed it! Oh, legend! Legend! <laughs> um, best song to pump you up. Recently, I've been listening to Pearl Jam. I don't know why. Pearl Jam, the song Pearl Pearl Jam. Black by Pearl Jam. Yeah, Pearl Jam is. That just gets me hyped. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to that Heady One Drake song for some reason recently. That just gets me. Really? You are. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like, yeah. When he starts rapping Arabic, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Let's see, like, we were friends. We literally had a conversation. We're like, Drake just wants to do everything. I bet his next song's going to be Arabic. <laughs> and then he comes yeah, up with like, 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 <laughs> Stop being greedy. Yeah, next thing he's going to do a Spanish rap and then... Exactly. Yeah. That's what he has. He already has. Aaron, get with the program, baby. Probably, yeah, it. sorry. I'm, I'm um, getting old, man. Um, best song to chew you out? Um... The XX, anything by the XX, that's always... That's true. Calms me down. Or anything cinematic. I love, like, Hans Zimmer. Um, nice. Like, film composers. That's what I listen to when I'm, like, writing or reading. Yeah. Do you know? I know. Yeah. 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 I dig that. I dig it. I dig. I dig. I dig. Okay. Oh, you know what? I forgot about this question. All right. Cheese and wine or beer and crisps? Beer. And, okay. Beer and crisps, Easy. I love wine and cheese, but beer and crisps, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm a classy bird, in it, so I like wine, but I don't like cheese. So. I feel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wine and wine and crisps. Exactly, wine and crisps. Mm. Last book you read? Um. Boom. Ah, uh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Nice. Good book. Good, good book. Crazy. Yeah. You're learning Ooh. a lot from it. It's long. It's good. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I'm learning so much just about the history of humanity, and it's just mad. It's so mad. It's a lot to take in. There's so much yeah. information, but I felt like I had to read read something informative because most of the things I read are just like 
thrillers or horror book or some play or something. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. It's nice to use books to escape, man. Sometimes you don't want to. Hundred percent. Oh, if you had to watch one film or TV show for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my god, that's such a good question. Um. Um, I'm trying to think of what do I watch the most? Maybe The Simpsons. <laughs> okay. I love The Simpsons. The Simpsons, something funny. Yeah, something funny. The Simpsons or... Um, yeah, there's too many. I was going to say Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, but then I was like, do I want to watch that for the rest of my life? Yeah. No. Kind of... If I had to watch... Yeah. Yeah, The Simpsons. And in terms of film, she... Nah, man. I love The Shining by Stanley Kubrick. But would you watch That's the again and again for the rest of your yeah, life? Yeah, true, true, true. The, oh, something like Step Brothers, something like that. Something easy, comedy. Yeah, that's true. There's so much room for activities. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's such a great <laughs> one, but it's also such a good film. Yeah. Okay. All right. Simpsons Step Brothers. Yeah, okay. Simpsons and Step Brothers. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm. Comedy. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Uh, last one. One place you would love to work in. So country-wise, what's one place you would love to work in? Do you know what? I'd love to work in Germany because that's where my family's from. Hey, come um, on. Big up Deutschland. And big up Deutschland, the motherland. Um, yeah. No, I really would love to to work there. Yeah. I've applied for a couple of like theatre like plays auditioned yeah. for a couple of plays that was set in Germany. But yeah, I've never worked there and I've never, I've barely done any acting in German. So it'd be interesting to really? do that. Nah. Oh yeah, let's, let's add that to your, to your many hats. Aaron von Andrian, multilinguist. Jesus. Multilinguist, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's get into it. Let's get into okay. it. What let's makes you get into acting what's your journey been like so far um do you know what it's never i never really sat down and was like i want to be an actor it was like i think i must have been about five or six i remember i watched the hunchback of notre dame with my family um and after the film i left the room put a pillowcase under my shirt and then came back in the room like <laughs> like quasimodo yeah and my whole family like the way they reacted and the way they laughed i remember such a young age five or six like feeling like oh my god like i'm kind of in control of these of my yeah. like family's emotions or like i'm yeah. making them laugh and that adrenaline kind of woke something inside me from such a young age of performing that i kind of just got addicted to and so like I think for the longest time I was just so naive where I was like, oh, everyone's an actor, obviously. Like, everyone yeah. just does acting. And then I got a little bit, a couple of years went by and then I realised, like, wait, there's other jobs, like, banking and being a... And I was like, why? If you could choose, why the... Would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously the instability of acting and freelance and being a performer is always a struggle. But I think I've always just done it. Also, my dad... My dad worked in the film industry. He was an animator and... Yeah. Um, storyboard artist. So both my parents, super supportive. Um, and they just kind of, yeah, they just, maybe my dad is a bit pushy. Like he really wanted me to 
um, yeah, in the film industry. So, or in acting in general. Yeah, which was so nice because I wanted to do it. But at times, it's a bit much when you're like 15 and your dad's kind of constantly like, who have you emailed? What casting directors? What agents? Like, you need to. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of mad. Like, because um, he just knew it's such a tough industry. So, if yeah. you really want to take it serious and make money, um, and have that as a consistent job, then you need to look at the business side of it. And obviously, when you're 15, I was like, I just want to perform and yeah, you just want to play party and yeah, yeah. So that kind of put me off for a bit, but um, but yeah, what made me get into acting? It's just I don't know. It's just playing, just having fun and doing different characters. And I'm so interested in human beings, and I love people watching. And um, nothing interests me more than people and characters that are so far away from my own life and experience because it's my own life and experience doesn't yeah. really it's fucking boring so like i love to delve into characters like i don't know like a new york gangster or like a redneck or just like anything anything that's like that's what really motivates me and gets me like fired up and interested i guess yeah it's mad. I always feel like all ga- like all male actors. Like, I know they always be like New York gangster. I don't know why. New York gangster. New- I don't know why either. <laughs> Everyone is just a bit like, "What are you, New York gangster?" I'm like, "Oh." Because yeah. <laughs> there's something so like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's just so romanticized in films. The yeah. whole like gangster lifestyle, like with Goodfellas and that. But like, I think growing up in London, it's just. It just so it's so cool like those fifties and sixties and the suits and just that whole era and like I don't know it's just yeah I don't know why everyone has to be so like, <laughs> I want to play a New York Yanks. Shake my head every time someone says that I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> like you very yeah um do you feel like if your if your family weren't have been wouldn't have been so supportive, do you feel like you would have still continued acting from when you were young? Yeah, that's a really good question. Do you know, like, I think so because for like my, my brothers, my older brothers at first, especially my eldest brother, they weren't very not that they weren't supportive, but they always just took the piss out of me because because they're both more business minded. Like he, yeah. my oldest brother's an investment banker. My other brother works in my car insurance stuff, and um, yeah. They always just made fun of me and it never kind of stopped me. It never put yeah. me off um, because they just thought like, oh, you're an actor. You're just prancing around in like tights and makeup um, <laughs> on the streets, kind of like some homeless little like crazy yeah. clown. And, you know, it took me. It took me to consistently work at it and make like some money and good jobs from it for them to be like, OK, do you know what? Yeah. Like respect. But my parents, I don't know, it's, it's a good question. I just, it's hard for me to say because I just don't know what it's like because both my parents have just been like overly supportive my whole life. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it would have changed the thing, man. I think I found it myself just by imitating what I saw on fi- the first few films I saw when I was like four, five, six years old. Yeah. And the joy and feeling I got from imitating those characters and performing, I think would have overshadowed any kind of doubts from family members or friends to make me not do it but yeah. it definitely helps of course when the people you respect and love the most are like um supportive in anything it doesn't yeah. really matter what it is but especially in an industry that's that competitive and unpredictable it, it definitely helps yeah true yeah i feel like I, I still would have done it i think 
you've, you've, you know what the worst thing about like in my head I'm always like I've, I've had so many avenues out of acting but I still yeah. in my head I'm just a bit like nah I'm doing this like I think it's third, grow, it's third born child mentality like everyone else is doing something you'll be like I'm gonna do something different and I'm sick right. yeah. and no one's exactly. telling me anything else yeah <laughs> like well, honestly like, huh I think so were your parents supportive no, <laughs> like at no. first, at first, I they I when I was growing up, I wanted to be a doctor, just because I wanted to play at being a doctor. Because they bought me a vet kit, but I didn't, they didn't realize they're like decorating a costume, creating a costume for me. Um, <laughs> they bought me so much like stuff that was like creative. They pushed me down this avenue without even realizing it. I always liked sure. telling stories, writing stories on everything. I'd write it in newspaper. I'd write over in the newspaper my own story stories rubbish script editing from a exactly. young exactly I'd scribble on it and be like nah this is mine and even like That's going it. to uni I was going to be like I'm going to study acting and they were like don't you dare they're like study I was like fine when I finished graduating can I do what I want they're like absolutely you all support you in anything you do I was like okay cool they didn't think I was serious ever since then I was like, like right started now this is what i'm doing yeah and try to like slip in i'm like remember what you said yeah remember what you said? yeah you said that <laughs> no That's don't go back on your word don't yeah. go back on it like so it's it they weren't at first but now i think it's because i can articulate myself a bit better in regards to what i want and explain yeah. what this lifestyle is of being an actor it's it's freelance is freelance. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, there's you, you can be freelance in any career. It just happens to be that acting is just that little bit more harder because you have to wait until something comes up for you or you have to create it yourself. Um, yeah, and I, I think you've got to prove it. Like, whether your parents are supportive or not, you have to prove yeah. to the people around you that what you're doing, and it doesn't mean that, by you don't have to prove it by booking, like, amazing jobs with TV productions or yeah, Netflix yeah, or whatever yeah. it might be. Proving it means like like you starting a podcast, writing your own film, doing your yeah. own project, not yeah. sitting around waiting for it to come. And by doing all those things, consistently putting out content, that's when family members, supportive or not, are like, okay, like exactly. they're obviously taking it serious and let's get behind this. Now, don't get me wrong, they take me seriously now. <laughs> they take me seriously now. It took 20 plus years, but finally... It's <laughs> great. I'm like, we got there in the end, man. Like, we're yeah, here. Yeah. Like, they see me on my laptop. I'm like, I'm busy. I'm working. They're like, oh, is it paid? I'm like, I'm working for myself. (laughs) Like, chill out, man. Um, Oh, this is a good one. Um, Obviously, because you've been in this for so long as well. So you you should Mm. have a good good idea of where do you think this industry, where do you see it going in the next five years, especially with all of this that's happening around as well? What do you see the industry looking like? Um... Do you know, I've just been recently talking with um, two friends of mine that work in film industry about the same thing because, like, it's such a new art form, if you think about it. Filmmaking, anyway. Like, obviously, storytelling and theatre and music and art has been around for pretty much forever. Yeah. But film and TV is is such a new thing. So, like, I'm hoping that it constantly evolves. And um, the problem for me is, like, films like Marvel... Marvel films and Fast and the Furious and all these humongous blockbuster action films is kind of and I think art is always a reflection of society and at the moment society is just so self-absorbed a little bit with social media and kind of showing always the best side and everyone needs things instantly and I think those Marvel films and those 
big blockbuster action films is constant action and lights and colors and all this stuff. Yeah. And that's, pe- that's just what people want. And it's a safe, it's a safe thing for producers to invest in and make because it's just a guarantee. Um, it's, it's just a capital it. industry where yeah. people are investing more and more into what makes money instead of taking risks. Um, I mean, there's still some amazing directors um, pushing it, you know, like Midsummer, Ari Aster, and um, yeah, there's still so many films being made that are so different and pushing the boundaries. But I'm scared that it's hard for um, it's hard, when you know it's it's such a weird one because when you ask people like, oh, have you watched that? And they're like, no. I'm always a bit like, but you said you like films. Like, and I always find it weird. I'm like, you said you like yeah. films, but you ain't seen that. They're like, no. I'm like, plus, so what did you see? And they're like, oh, I saw like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. It's <laughs> just so, it's weird. There's so many great films being made, but just if you compare it. Ah, to- oh, peak. Is this internet doing bits again? Ah, oh, I hope it's not me. I hope it's Aaron. And I hope this is still recording. I hope you're still listening to Don't Wait Up. <laughs> this is exactly what we didn't want to happen. <laughs> Stupid ghetto internet. <laughs> oh, man. Hello? Oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so fucking upset. Oh. recording oh great so by the end of this it's just gonna have a whole bunch of me swearing in the middle of that um <laughs> yeah i was like did i freeze as well because i was talking for yeah you froze, you froze as well so okay. i was like oh aaron you fucked me <laughs> i was still just kept uh... you me out i was like oh <laughs> fucking oh, no. man why <laughs> Proper make sure I'm like booked out this day to do these. My family's out as well. So no one's just busting into my bedroom door. Oh, bruv. Yeah. Sorry. George, pick, pick up wherever we were. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's completely. Mm. We're still out here. Thank you for listening to Don't Wake yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, for being patient and no sticking with us. Let's get back into it. We'll talk. We're back. Baby, we're back, baby, back like we never. Um, yeah, I wanted to just highlight. Like, I was saying the stuff about the Marvel and the action films, and how unfortunately, um, those are just the safe options, and it's just an easy way to make a lot of money. But I was just wanted to like talk about some film directors still now that are like kind of pushing it. Um, and I was saying with Jordan Peele and his what he's doing right now, which is merging so many genres together, like thriller, yeah. comedy, horror. Um, that's an amazing direction to go into. Same with like Greta Gerwig with Ladybug. And like, I think Ari Aster as well. And Yorgos Lanthimos who did like Lobster in The Favourite. Oh, yeah, yeah, These yeah. kind of filmmakers are still like, like The Favourite to me was incredible. I love Oh um, my days. And I, f- I feel like... Incredible. I feel like not enough... I don't know if people really watch that film. Don't get me wrong. I can be quite... Because I, I, I tend to watch stuff after the hype has died down a bit. A little mm-hmm. bit. Um, just because I can find it quite overwhelming. But when I watched that, I was like... Oh, my God, yeah. This is... I've never... I can't... I've, I've never seen anything like it, really. And the acting and the writing, everything, it was just... Yeah, it was insane. 
So I'm hoping that the, that more and more people kind of watch those films and more film companies and whatever take risks. Yeah. Um, and and I hope that more more film. Those are the kind of films that I I want to do. You know, like those are films yeah. that I want to be in. And but yeah, who knows? It's a bit it's scary. And obviously, with things like what we've just been through with lockdown, I think even more so, it's going to be hard for any kind of um, production companies or producers to invest in like small independent films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and like the bridge bridge between the small independent to like Hollywood films, it's just gonna. Why get further and further apart and it's but who knows man i mean if you read that book sapiens future's not looking that great for homo sapiens <laughs> i'm still alive um it happened like 70 years from now um, yeah exactly nah but let's be positive and hope yeah, that you know I mean? like in my, you know, in my head because i'm always a bit like especially when it comes to like uh, those sort of big blockbuster movies, I, I still like them. Don't get me wrong. I watch it. I'm like, yeah. this, this is fun. It's a bit like watching wrestling with my dad when I was little. Like, you know, it's oh, not like, do you know what I mean? You're just like, ah, it I is think... what it is. But I just, I, I wish that everyone would give the same flowers they give to that that they give to sort of the smaller. Exactly. Film. Like, like there's some really, really great, especially in in the UK as well. Really great up and coming directors who are out. Mm-hmm. There that all they need is the the equipment and the support to do what they want to do. And they can make some yeah. stuff, but we don't know, man. I don't know. Cause... Yeah. Um, no, nah, but for sure. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong enjoying those films, but exactly like you said, it's just that that's 70% of the stuff that's in cinemas, if not 80%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just consistently the same story, the same kind of, you know, and... And it's all those small, cool kind of independent films that you just see less and less. And Yeah. I'll tell you who has those really great sort of like independent films. Japan, Korea. Mm, South Korea. Oh my God, Parasite. Bang! I finally watched it. Finally did. Again, one of those ones I had to wait until everyone has stopped talking about it. But like, oh my God, yeah. I, legit, in my head, I'm a bit like, one, I'm adamant I'm working in Korea now. Adamant. I started learning Korean. I was like, no, not playing around. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to be like, hello, sir. Here's some work with you. I can speak yeah. language, right? Put me in film, please, I beg. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's so good. Well, definitely. They're making some amazing films. Making, exactly. Great. I was watching a whole bunch the other day in Shoplifting Family. It's made in Japan. Great. Beautiful story. Simple. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it didn't cost a lot of money, but hey ho do you know one second one of my headphones is just you know what i can do i can hear you completely can you not hear yeah it's just it's only for some reason i can only hear in one maybe this has died or something who cares all right let's carry on all good yeah so um sort of moving on from that let's talk about Mm. you aaron Uh what skills do you feel like you have that just okay. spreads across everything and just makes you this jack of all trades that I know you are. I know you are. Pick yourself up. Hey? Um, What's but, that goes across, like something that you know, you're just a bit like, you know what? It just, it just goes across every industry. I'm fucking sick. And everyone has it. 
but sometimes they don't know how to articulate it. What do you mean all over the industry in terms of the film industry or? Film industry, corporate industry, all of it, everything. Ah, okay. Um, I guess just to, that's such a good question. I was, I don't know, I guess, I think just a super strong work ethic. I'm not that scared. I'm trying to think of specific skills. I was going to say skateboarding, but that doesn't. <laughs> you skateboarding into a boardroom, like, ha ha! Yeah, yeah what's that? Guess... <laughs> no, I'm not that skilled, man. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I'm trying to think. I, th- I think, I think the strong work ethic's pretty good. You're quite a determined fella. Yeah, I think like... that's, I got that from my dad, but like, you know, like super strong work ethic. And also like, I think growing up, I cared so much what people thought. And at one point, I just stopped caring. And that is, as soon as I stopped caring is when things just started going my way more. And I think that doesn't, that's just not in acting. That's just in anything, really. Yeah. Um, if you're constantly overthinking about what you're doing and what people are thinking, then it's just not going to work out. So I think, like, lack of care, what people think um, <laughs> it's a skill that I'm I give a shit about just don't give up can we swear by the way of course I'm not gonna like from our previous ones like there's 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 like a podcast we recorded that I just swore like a sailor so much oh. that we just had to take it down <laughs> so we yeah. actually had to take it Too down but you can definitely swear this is this is a right. a grown up space so this nice. is grown ups um but yeah no I yeah, I think, yeah, skills that translate to anything, I think that's it. It's just like, you need a strong work ethic. Um, timing as well. I'm always early. That's something I'm super grateful from the film industry. You just learn to, like, you just have yeah. to be early. You can't ever be, ever be late. And that just translates into anything. Like, timekeeping is super important. And I think when people know it's just it's careless when people are late i guess so yeah i'm trying to think of cool skills man i'm like fuck no but in my head you know it is because i think sometimes we as actors we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be skilled Mm. at a lot of stuff like which i you know i feel like for within our industry sometimes if you don't have a certain type of skill you sort of feel really stressed whereas in comparison to everyone else's work in corporate jobs we actually have so much to give and so much abilities that it's not until we're actually in those situations that we're like, oh, actually, I'm really good at this, like naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're so used to in this industry to constantly use kind of everything that you have that it's yeah. hard to kind of take a step back and be like, damn, I've acquired the Yeah, lot do you know what I mean? Like, I'm cool actually stuff. pretty cool. I'm a cool person. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking I'm cool. I'm pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's a good it's a good question. It's a good thing to start thinking about more and more. It's just like um yeah. What yeah. can I give that that translates for all industries? Um, yeah. I, I, I think a strong work ethic and being mm. pretty, pretty damn determined is, is yeah. good because it makes you keep going. You need that, especially sure. in industry. Amount of rejection you get, I swear. It's oh making me not really normal. I ask for everything, honestly. I'll be like, oh, can I have this? Can I have it? Go up to someone in their shoes. Like, I beg you, give me your shoes. <laughs> give me your shoes, yeah, I need it. Give me your shoes, man, yeah. I need it. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's <fine. laughs> 
But yeah, but yeah no, that's rejection it. is something you need to get so used to, used to it. in this industry. Like so used to it, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, but I love it. Wouldn't change it for anything. I love being told no. It makes me work yeah. harder. Exactly. <laughs> but also, um, just makes you like it creates a strong backbone. You don't like. Yeah, I think it does. It makes you resilient, and it just makes you not overthink stuff. Yeah. You know, it, t- it taught me so much about, like, look, when something is not in my control, there's no point of getting anxious or angry about it. Yeah. And that's the same with so many things, like, even with lockdown and corona. It's like, if it's something that is out of your control, why would you spend your energy and time thinking in a negative, yeah, pissed-off way? And it's yeah. the same with auditioning. Like, look, you've, the only time I get anxious or pissed off of myself is when I haven't learned the lines fully or I know that I could have yeah. instead of like watching that film or going for a drink I could have spent those extra hours going over the script or doing some character background work yeah. and just like doing a bit more research and then I go to audition and I feel that I haven't done a good enough job yeah that's when I'm kicking myself but if I've done everything I can I go to audition and I don't get booked. It's like I've done everything I could. It's not yeah, in my what control else, anymore. What else could I possibly have done? I mean, yeah. I look sometimes everything, especially like during this time period, everything. I've had so much time to sort of prepare for it that I'm almost a bit like, ah! <laughs> like, ah, like what, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but it's, it's the thing, like doing casting yourself, because I've casted, been in, on the other side of it before, and and you realise. Like, we've done projects where we've gone with someone who's actually not as good of an actor. Yeah. But they just look exactly like what I we had envisioned. It. Yeah. And, and it's mad. Like, sometimes it can be something so ridiculous. Like, oh, they're just slightly too tall or they're just slightly too short yeah. or they're slightly this, slightly that. And sometimes yeah. it's like, you know, like, you could have done, you could have actually done a probably better acting job than someone else. But that someone else was just had exactly the look and the sound and yeah. what they were looking for. Just what you picture as as an artist of your of your own work. If you picture something, yeah. you can't help yourself, man. Exactly, yeah. and you can't you can't get down from not booking work. Yeah. Because, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we're all Go used on. to it. We we know exactly. We know the feeling of of, yeah. of that tiny little adjustment mm. that you sort of can't make. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, man. For sure. Let me just get it off my thing. Yeah. Um, one person you would love to work with actor, director, don't worry, doesn't have to be Timmy. Um, one person you would love to work with mm. Dead or Alive. All of them, everything, go for it. Like my favorite, my favorite filmmaker of all time, Stanley Kubrick. Um, oh, sick. So I think if I could, obviously he's not around anymore, but if I could, then I would choose to work with him. Um, alive. Ralph, I said one. Sorry, okay, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I said one, and you're close to person's no longer alive. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's going forever. Just, but that's the thing. There's just so many. Like, but screw it. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. That's it. Stanley Kubrick. Like that. Yeah. I feel you. I think mm. at the time when I was like in uni, I was buying their movie 
magazines and every time you came up and cut them out of the magazine and keep it mm. I was like here seems like someone all right i should keep all of these <laughs> 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 keep yeah. to do with him but yeah i feel you he's got he's got a lot of um a big it's just like that's his attention to detail what, yeah it's not quite what people really have the opportunity to make now to be honest. yeah that's what i mean it doesn't I feel like those films don't exist anymore. And like, it's weird. His films are kind of a mixture of like a big budget, huge Hollywood film that has all the elements of like small independent yeah, films in terms yeah, of like yeah. the characterizations. And yeah. that's just, yeah, his films are just, yeah, it kind of blew me away, but. So Stanley oh. Kubrick, yeah? Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, yeah boy. <laughs> okay, all right then, we'll stick with Stanley Kubrick and that's it. That's it. Old, old Stanley, yeah. Good old Stan. Um, good old Stan. Oh, oh gosh. This is a good one. If there was one oh. role you could have done, what would it have been? Hmm. Um, well, it hasn't really been done, but like, honestly, and this goes back to the first memory I have of like performing is playing. I love to play vulnerable characters. Yeah. I love to play characters that are like completely misunderstood. Um, I reckon Quasimodo, I'd love to do a live action film of the Hunchback of Notch and play really? Quasimodo. That would be like my dream. Yeah. Because everything about him is so like, yeah, I love changing physically for a role and like, Inhabit, inhabiting something and also he's like such a heroic character so he's the most unexpected hero you know you look at him and you're kind of like oh this guy should be like performing in a circus and he's dumb and all this stuff but then it turns out that he's an incredible caring heroic character so yeah. i'd love to play i'd love to play something like that you so um, I love this, Aaron. This you, this guy of all things you would have chosen. The last thing I would have said is Quasimodo from Disney's Hunchback of the North Shore. <laughs> like, yeah, let me let me. I was let me re-answer that. No, 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 no. It's all right. No, can't, can't, like, that's, that's it. <laughs> like, that's the last thing. Yeah. Us guys gonna come out with something like De Niro or like. Ledger, yeah. I thought you were gonna go there. You didn't do it. Good for you, Magina. Like, yeah. You didn't do it. But wow, okay, man. Quasimodo. I mean, for the longest time, it probably was. Um, if, if, if a role that someone's already done is like the Joker, something like that would be amazing to play. But nah, Quasimodo, man. That's my Quasimodo. boy. Quasimodo. My boy. That's your boy, baby. Like, That's my boy, man. Like, I love that wow, guy. Wow, man. Hmm. That says okay. everything about my character. <laughs> That's who I identify with, huh? Can't even think of who I'd even want to play. Just trying to be me. Do you know what I mean? Um, ooh, oh. Trying to be me. Just trying to be me. Um, I know we sort of really touched on it, but it's 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 because you I, I said it like, do you think you would have kept on acting? But mm. what do you think you would be doing if you weren't acting? Um, it's always a hard one because you, you're. No, I'll let you answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I've always been really into cooking, like from such a young age. Really? Um, yeah, I've, I've been cooking for so long. And I used to, when I was little, I watched more cooking shows than anything else, really. Um, I was a bit of a weird kid. Um, but, and I did a little bit, I've worked in restaurants for a long time and I did like a tiny bit of chefing, but I realized like a lot of friends of mine that chef, it's just, it's not a job, it's a lifestyle. Like it's a, yeah. like, you know, 16 hour days, you're in the kitchen, it's manic. It's just, it's too much. And like, um, yeah, you know, it's mad because that just sounds right up your street to be honest. Like, you're like, yeah. 16 hour days. Oh my God. Like, but I'm like, if you're on a film That's, set, it's like 16 hours. You're like, yeah! <laughs> like, but actually, working in a restaurant is so similar to a film set. You know, you've got all these different people doing different roles and they all make the restaurant run together because without the waiters, it wouldn't work without the chef. So it is actually very similar. Um, but, or maybe, I don't know, maybe being in a band, I think I fantasize about um, <laughs> performing live music yeah. more than I do acting. Yeah, yeah. I would, I've always like, yeah. I'd love to be, yeah, doing music and yeah, or writing. I write a lot now, but I'd yeah. love to get into writing. Um, I think with with acting, there's just so many other routes to go down. Yeah. So I think for people that enjoy to do like so many different things acting is kind of perfect so maybe that's why we went into it it's true but maybe chefing i think if i wasn't in in the acting or film industry or anything kind of like in the arts in terms of music or writing or i would probably do chefing a chef yeah come on chef aaron what yeah the time i feel like i've known you what two years now two years yeah just over i think just over two years never cooked for me once not once. I cool dinner pie. I, I don't even. I don't even know if what you're saying is even. I, I want. If at least if I had tasted proof. it, there needs I to be proof. Turn around yeah, and be like, you know what, Aaron? Like, hang up your fucking like. <laughs> let's uh, get in that kitchen, babe. Cool. Like, screw it, yeah. But now I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. Could be talking a whole bunch of crap. Wouldn't know. You'll find out. You'll find out. We'll do it. We'll do an identity dinner pie. Exactly. Well, I hold you to it. See if I'll right. turn up, we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll do it, we'll do it, for sure. Let's see if I turn up. Um, exactly, you little, <laughs> you little flake. <laughs> um, Try and have a go at me. Like. It's, it's true, I'm so crap, I'm so crap. Um, no. Right, last one. Oh, mm. I'm sad already, Aaron. It's sad. Uh, what does success mean to you, especially in this type of industry? What What do you think success looks like for you, personally? Mm. Um, it's a hard one, isn't it? I think, to be fair, my dream, my dream was always to, to just do that, just to be able to, I think su- success to me is like being able to, work independently with acting and survive from just that yeah like being able to finance my life and just being able to like pay my rent pay my bills eat and just um yeah just survive off just acting and not need to kind of not even just acting just the thing that i love or whatever someone loves is like that's always been my dream and that was my 
that's my success to me is like if I can do what I love and survive of that that's success to me yeah yes it is yes it is like it doesn't yeah it doesn't need to I mean obviously there's so many other things that would make you feel like oh this is going well and this is successful but like not having to work in another job um doing lots of filler stuff i suppose yeah and like that's that was yeah that's success to me but obviously i'm striving to kind of yeah just push it as far as i can and um yeah i think it's it's also that's i think that is a good way to look at it and everyone kind of sees success in a different way but the other side of that is like if you just aim not to aim too low obviously like mm. understand your self-worth and dream big and go for it i guess but it's a hard question um but if i could yeah just act if i can act for the rest of my life or not just act but work in the industry and survive off that then that's success to me baby Hey, come on! Yeah. Um, that's like you see. I stayed quiet for that question. I didn't even. Mm, uh, mm, I just went. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Hold tight, Aaron. Ah, it's a hard one though. It's really hard. Yeah, because, it is. It is. Like I said, there's 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 a lot of things I want to accomplish that I still haven't accomplished. Yeah. But I think something that's just made me really content and happy in the last year is being able to just focus on the thing that i love and not have to worry about anything else yeah. um that was such a freeing feeling and and that's kind of just something i've wanted my whole life but yeah. like every performer and every artist they're never content so once you reach that one spot you know like a year before you would have dreamt of being in that position yeah oh i can't hear you i can't hear you Never, it's hard to just always be content, but yeah. I hear you now, babe. I hear you, babe. I hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you, babe. I hear you. Keep talking. What's the lyrical, sweetheart? I got My headphones. You. One second. <laughs> oh, Aaron. <laughs> My headphones died. Oh, bless you. <laughs> One second. I swear to hell, yeah. I feel like I said. I swear to I feel like my mates are gonna. They're gonna cast the living daylights on me. They'll be like, out of everyone, it had to be you with bare internet shit. Like, <laughs> can't help it. Thank you for listening to the Don't Wake Up podcast. Please stand by. All right, I'm back, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, but yeah, I I feel it's it's such an interesting thing that this industry makes you struggle i think as you get older it, it changes every single time that yeah. i'm just a black all i want to do is just live and, and have a roof over my head <laughs> and have a job that i like and i like acting so this is where i am this is the hill i'm gonna yeah. die on like and i, I think that's yeah i think that's it it's like um it's so hard it's so easy sometimes to just look at the negatives and just be like i want to do this i want to do that i want to do that but like if you really strip it back to the simplicities and that's what got me through a lot of lockdown it's like my god like we can all complain but if you've got a fucking roof over your head a bed 
food whenever you want. It's true. There's nothing um, you can really say. Yeah, be content with that. But it's just, like I said, it's a typical kind of performer mentality or creative or whatever. It's just there's never content, you know? Yeah. And it's a common theme in a lot of people like that. Like, they think that once they reach that level of success or that dream that they have of being, like being in these humongous films with these great actors that all their problems will disappear and they'll be happy and they reach it and they, and they realize all those other problems still fucking exist. Yeah. Um, you know, other, it might make you enjoy moments of life more, but all the, all the issues in your life that are making you overthink things or make you anxious or sad, they're not going to disappear and you need to, you need to work on yourself before you can really work on any kind of career. And I think acting highlights that more than anything. If you don't know yeah. yourself, if you're not emotionally mature, you don't know your own, like you, and I think meditation for me is the best kind of way to, to do that, being in tune with yourself, mm. understanding how you're feeling, expressing yourself in the right way, then things will kind of get easier. Yeah, man. Oh. That's why like, if, if success to you is fame and all that shit, it's going to be a depressing road for you, baby. You get that anyhow. You don't, there's no way of determining the type of fame you get. No, yeah. it could be pretty bad, baby. It be yeah. Bad. And I think no one like chooses it in a way as well. You yeah. know, it's like, it will just like, yeah. I don't think I would cope well with that kind of stuff. Um, I'm a pretty personal person. I like to spend a lot of time alone. So I think, God damn, I'd be what? a hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, it's really hiding at the top of your little bell tower. Like, ah! <laughs> but that's another thing. It's like those actors or like whatever, those celebrities that complain, it's like, my fucking God, how lucky are you to make that amount of money doing what you love? If that means, um, like being famous, I don't think is a high price to pay to do something. Yeah that you love on that kind of level, it's like, fucking get over it. You know, like... I say that, but I don't know about that lifestyle. Do you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm like, Neither like, do I. How can you complain? I get them like, <laughs> bro, yeah. bro. Let me eat we'll the find out. We'll find out. <laughs> exactly. Soon. We will find out. Mm. Like, let's, let's see where this, where this journey takes us. Um, exactly. It's an adventure. and We are all on it together but i don't know we'll see what happens yeah man all right Aaron. that's it baby yeah that's it. yeah man thank you so much of course thank you it's so nice to just catch up really to have a catch up thank you for talking mm. to me thank you for guesting is that a word for guesting on the Don't Wait Up podcast well thanks so you've much got, for having me as well exactly. like you've got a short film out no yeah, me and um, me and Jack Parr, who I write with, did a film called Ghetto Bird, which yeah. at the moment is in festivals. But we've just finished the feature film script, so we're gonna um, we're trying to get investors in on the moment to turn that into a feature. Um, yeah, so check it out. Ghetto Come Bird. on, what platform? Can, Bird. What platform can people see it on? So, like I said, unfortunately, at the moment, it's just in festivals. Um, it just needs to be premiered at festivals. So if, if we make it public on kind of Vimeo, YouTube or anything like that, then most festivals won't accept it. Okay. But as soon as the festival run's done, 
um, it'll be on Vimeo, YouTube, um, be on our Instagrams. Yeah. Well, um, Ghetto Bird has its own Instagram. Exactly, yeah. So if, if Follow people Ghetto in, Bird on Instagram! Ooh, make yeah, sure Ghetto Bird me. Movie on Instagram. Um, that's where we constantly post like new updates on like where to watch it when it comes out, posters, actors, what people are up to. Um, but yeah, the short was just the beginning. The short's kind of a teaser to the feature. The feature's going to be, is way better. And, Bigger, better. And you know, we're always looking for actors. We're always looking for um, well people to join the team. Yeah, well, in that case. Well, where are you? Where My spotlight pin fucking out my head. Like. <laughs> yeah, my spotlight <laughs> pin is... <laughs> my spotlight yeah. pin will be over to you pronto. Yeah, spotlight pronto. pin's just here. Aaron, it's been amazing. It's Thank been you really so nice. Much. You have been listening Thank you. to the Don't Wait Up podcast with Aaron von Andrian and Temi Lola. Make sure you tune in next week for our next interview. It's been awesome. Thank you.